of this podcast episode is gonna be so out of pocket. I'm like scared. You know, I've always thought that the episode with the boys is the one that's gonna get me canceled. No, it's the one with Claire. Grab your hot cocoa and enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Hot cocoa podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hot Cocoa Podcast. Today we have a very exciting guest. Everyone, meet Claire. Claire, hello, and welcome to HKP. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> That's like probably the sweetest joke me this entire episode. Really? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm like, no, I'm kidding. Hi guys. I'm actually really nice. <laughs> Claire's a bitch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, like that's so real. <laughs> You're so real for that. <laughs> Actually, guys, don't be fooled by the sweet exterior. She's not the best you would be. Making um, it real. Very real. No, I'm very excited to have you on. Thank you for coming on the show. Of course. I'm this is a long time coming. Yeah. Like, I feel like since we met, you've been like, you should come on the podcast, and I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I feel like it's been like that for with my friends for like yeah, a year. But you specifically, I've always been like, dude, Claire's so funny. Like, she's got to come on the show. Oh, my gosh. No, I You swear. think I'm funny? I revoke that statement now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're funny as well. That was like me saying earlier. I was like, you think I'm pretty? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do I look pretty? Yeah. But actually, what I said earlier, I was like, I hate that statement. Mm-hmm. It actually grinds my gears. When, like, my girlfriend's like, I'm obviously always hyping up people. I'm always hyping up the girlies. But when you genuinely look at me and ask me, like, do I look pretty? And I'm like, bitch, open your eyes. Look in the mirror. If you don't know that you look pretty, I can't help you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I can lead you to water, but I can't make you drink it. Like, if if you need me to actually tell you if you're pretty. That's what boyfriends are for. Yes. (laughs) I mean, yes and no. Like, this is like a confidence thing. Yeah. Which we're already getting into that. I know, I know. <laughs> which I was like, we have so many topics to talk about, but this is one of them that I'm very passionate about. I'm like, you either, you're pretty or you're not pretty. <laughs> and it's kind of a state of mind. Same. That's it's like. So true. It's just like, you wake up every day and if you don't decide that you're pretty, you're not. And if you have to ask everybody that you're pre- if you're pretty, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like. That's, I feel like that's, to me. Is prettiness made, or are you born with it? Mm, there's, there are so many TikToks that I was seeing a while ago. <laughs> an article I read. <laughs> I read an article the about article this. article on BuzzFeed. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a TikTok that, um, they were talking about, like, the different kinds of pretty, where it's, like, the, I can't remember what the other ones were. The only one I can remember is ironically pretty. Or they're ironically hot. There's just like actually, or just like born hot, ironically hot, and then there's another one. And that to me, that ironically hot is like you just like decided you were going to be hot, and you, now you are against all odds. Not against all odds, against but all like odds. <laughs> there's some people that's like you're just born hot. You can't really help it. But then there's some people that are just like, no, nah, I'm. I decided that I was. Yeah. And. Which are you? I'm, I'm ironically hot. <laughs> I very much decided that I was hot. Yeah. We had this combo the other day, and I was like, wow, what a concept. You can just be like, you know what? I am hot. And yeah. I've really been embodying that in the past week. It works. It really, it works. really works. I mean, lit- I feel like you have to, like, yes, you could be a little delusional, delusional, <laughs> but at a certain point, 
attractiveness is very like um you're like people are attractive if they are confident yeah and it's like everybody and actually at the same time everyone's ugly to a certain extent like everyone looks weird to a certain extent in a certain light someone like even the hottest people ever it's like one either they could be boring and just like not fun to be around or a shitty person which automatically makes them less attractive but like everyone has the potential to be beautiful everyone has the potential to be hot it's just like how you work with what you have and if you are able to like cater what you have to be like if what you have is attractive or if you make it attractive everyone can be attractive but a lot of people will kind of just if they decide or they were told too much that they weren't attractive they just don't they try to kind of just like let it be like they're just like oh well guess i'm ugly or like i'm not gonna try and that's why there are things like queer <laughs> You know the show? Do I have ADHD? <laughs> I'm gonna say based off the past five seconds, and I have ADHD. Yes, but back up. What does queer eye have to do with? Because they they're a team of people that will like look at someone who's like absolutely tragic and be like, here's how you can fix yourself. Like either get into shape, change your clothes, like change your lifestyle, and immediately like you can transform a human being that like was like absolutely just like kind of a garbage can of a human being and then you're like wait they're kind of cute if you like fix them up and give them a different haircut it's I'm a very visual person so I feel like I can just like look at aesthetics and be like I look at people from an artist standpoint like you know like <laughs> So I can just look at people and be like, if they're objectively beautiful or if they can like, if you can, different things look better on different people. And I don't know. I agree. No, I agree. I mean, there's things that like, because I love fashion too. Like there's clothes that work on people and there's clothes that don't work on people. Like if I'm a broader woman, you're not going to see me wearing like something that's going to accentuate my shoulders. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there is that rule of thumb and people just don't know. And, And then a lot of people sometimes will either just go with whatever the trends are, which that could not be a fitting look for you. You just haven't found like what looks good on you and what accentuates your strengths. So at the same time, I'm like being kind of like mean and being like, some people aren't that cute, but it's like, no, you're not, you're not helping yourself. And like a lot of people just like a needle, they need a little like tweaking. And it's like, everyone can be a little cute if you just, Try a little bit harder, decide that you're hot, and go on Queer Eye. <laughs> go on Queer Eye. <laughs> but, uh, that's good. Yeah. Honestly, like, we were talking about that the other day, and, like, even my friend Roman brought this up. Like, confidence is, like, it, it's not about what you wear. It's, like, the confidence that you have when you wear something. Like, I was wearing, like, a, not a weird outfit, but, like, a jacket that was, like, tied over my shoulder, you know, it was, like, you know, you know, oh, yeah, I love yeah, that yeah, it's kind of a vibe, but, like, the outfit that I had on was, like, it was, like, the red checkered sweater that I always wear, not really that cute, like, with that outfit, but he was, like, I was, like, does this look good? Like, I feel like it doesn't, and he's, like, honestly, no, but, like, you make it look good because you're confident, and I was, like, oh, like, that's sick, like, that is definitely something that everyone should, like, like, if you're, like, oh, I really want to wear that, but I can't, 
Like, why? Just do it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like a lot of the things I've been saying have been kind of contradictory. But at the same time, it's like, one, if you're confident enough to pull off whatever you're doing, like, you can get away with it. Yeah. Like, your confidence, like, overpowers, like, how weird your dress or what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It masks it. That's terrible. <laughs> like this shirt, basically. Depending, like to me, I feel like a great example is this shirt on anybody else would be absolutely horrendous. Clericore. But on me, it's it one, it's Clericore. Two, it's camp. <laughs> Three, camp? Yeah, you know, it's like I don't know how to describe camp. It's like the gays always describe everything as camp. Like where they'd be like, oh, it's not bad. It's just camp what i've never you've never heard, heard that before. it's almost like it's so bad that it you made it like it's like almost like an artist state it's sort of like it's like a statement you know what i mean no. like <laughs> like if you saw like a some art is like so ugly that it's like it was supposed to be ugly yeah like that's yeah. the point that's what the artist wanted right. so i feel like camp is like it's so weird or so awful to look at that but it's like it was supposed to be that way on purpose that because it's purposeful, it makes it like, oh, I love it. It's so camp. Okay. I'm going to start using that. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm pretty camp. sure camp was one of the Met Gala um, themes like a few years back. Oh. And I think most people did not get it. Oh. And I remember being like, I <laughs> camp is such a good like um, theme. Yeah. Because it's kind of you just could do anything. And yeah. it could kind of just be... It, you kind of just go overboard on, like, something that's, like, ugly, but, like, you make it, like, cool. Valid. And I feel like mm, a lot of times I like to dress camp. <laughs> or at least yeah. I'm just, like, it. I mean, like, you this fit is, like, not it. Like, I, this is, I'm wearing dad sweats, yeah, the Crocs, yeah. which some people are Croc haters. Um, or croc deniers. I am kind of a croc denier. You're a croc actually. denier? A little bit. I used to be a croc denier. But I also used to be a Birkenstock slide denier. Really? And now and you're... I bought... Do you see them? <laughs> yes. Those they're... are not boss on Amazon, but I've had them for a day, and I won't take them off. Well, so... those are more acceptable, I think, societally-wise, than crocs yeah. are. Yeah. But... I think in the context of, like, where are you wearing your crocs? Like, I had this conversation with Lainey. Like, if you're wearing your crocs to the gym... You're weird. That's so horrible. I think I saw a man lifting in like... I, yeah. It was like, they weren't Crocs though. They were like shoes with like holes in them. Are they the shoes with that like accentuate your toes too? I don't know. But oh, they they just, just they were shoes. like the rubber material and it was like over his whole foot, but there was like toes in it. And I was like, first of all, ew. And this was like a an attractive man. Like, and I like remember I was like, eh. and then he, I saw his shoes. I was like, eh. and then he was like on the phone talking super loudly and then after he finally got off the phone he was like grunting while he's lifting i was like i hate everything about this man so much i want him to die yes when you guys were talking about that i was okay you and Lainey's episode i was listening in my car and i wanted to chime in the whole time <laughs> i literally like everything you were talking about i was like i have so much to say about this one thing is I feel like guys who ride motorcycles are just like, that's pretty hot usually, but it depends. It's very important what kind of motorcycle, and it's very important that you look at his shoes. I think that is so valid. Because one, if the motorcycle is not like a Harley Davidson, 
if it's like a crotch rocket, I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> hate that. Or if it's one of those, like, the, the BMW ones, where it's like, they look like they're riding a horse because it's so erect. You're, they're just like, it's like a midlife crisis, like, vehicle. I'm just like, I hate everything about oh, what I'm looking at right now. So, it's so dorky. It's so like, you're definitely 56 <laughs> and you're like going through a divorce. So you got like a motorcycle, but you got that one and it, you look <laughs> like, you look like you're on patrol. Like you look like you're about to pull me over. He's like volunteer patrol. Yeah, he's like, he's got his free time. He's got nothing else to do. Retired. But then also the shoes. Yeah, what shoes are acceptable for On guys? a motorcycle, uh, there's a lot of different shoes that are acceptable, but we're specifically talking about motorcycle yes, riders because they're yeah. usually wearing a helmet so you can't see their face. True. And you can tell if they're hot depending on if they're wearing like leather boots. That's, yeah. No, that's no, not it's good. A huge no, yeah. That's a big, big, big no. I'm I like, agree. you're either really old or you are like someone who actually wears leather jackets and thinks it's cool. Like, not flattering leather jackets. Do you know what I mean? Like the ones with buckles that are like super weird. And... Like, I don't know how to describe it. I know it. what you're talking about. It's like about. a weird kind it's of guy. Niche, yeah. That wears like the like boots, like the Chelsea boots or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Like, like they almost would look, they would be the typical like 2012 hipster kind of guy. Yes. Where they'd yeah. have like a man bun. Yeah. And. They probably went through like a weird phase in like 2012. Where, like mm-hmm. they don't really have to like talk about that much. Yeah. Yeah. That and that probably it, prompted them to get a motorcycle. And those guys, I'm just like, far and you probably, they probably wear skinny jeans. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, and I'm just like, could you imagine like, have you ever seen a guy riding a motorcycle wearing skinny jeans and boots like that? (laughs) The pants are over the boots. That's (sighs) just like, so no, no, so bad. Men should only be allowed to wear dickies. I agree. (laughs) And dickies, slacks, and some jeans are like, men can get it with their outfits, but they just gotta know. I'm actually wow. in my man-hating era. I am, Did you know too. that? Oh. I am <laughs> You're like, too. men can get it. I'm like, actually, men can get a uh, punch to the no, face. No, no, men, no, no. Men have the option to get it. Do they? No. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, but the, the funny thing is, I say I'm in my man-hating era, and I think I spend... I don't spend a lot of time on men, and I also don't try to get them to like me. I'm in my man-hitting era, but I'm also making men hate me. So, like, my interactions with men are just very, like, let's fight. <laughs> but, like, not in a cute way. Like, I actually will put you in a chokehold. There is a few people, in my, guys in my friend group, specifically one, that I'm like, I will fuck you up. I will fight you. <laughs> like, I, I was prepared to fight him at Coachella. And we got along the whole weekend. Oh, that's so good. And then we got back, and I was like, no, immediately want to fight you when we get back. But, yeah, no, I, I also, like, you don't try to get men in general like i feel like they mm. just uh, they come to you to me yeah sometimes like no no i don't think so also my uncle was asking when i moved in he's like why don't you have any why don't you have boys like trying to get to you or whatever like he's like why don't you have a boyfriend all this stuff and i was like men don't like me First of all, <laughs> but I that's because I enjoy pissing them off. Like, I, yeah. re- it's one of my favorite things to do is aggr- aggravate men. Because it's one so easy. Worse. Like, well, you just, first of all, have to be a bitch. Like, men like girls that are nice to them. I, eat. <laughs> I feel like they don't, though. I've said no. men love bitches forever. I, I know, know you say that, and I was like, 
Yeah. I'm nice to men, and it never works out for me. You, you're actually nice to them? Yeah. Why would you ever do that? I don't know. I don't know how to be mean. Like I said, really? I, I really don't. It physically makes me ill to be mean, it, be nice to a man. It, mm, mm. Like, my friends... Lately, I've been like, I want to punch you guys. No, for sure, but, but my friend said the other day, we were like at a bar and she was talking about she's like you know how like you can like kind of imagine like your friends having sex (laughs) and i was like what and she was like no like i'm not like thinking about you guys having sex all the time but she was like i like i think about it constantly about your friends yeah about me (laughs) like claire fucks (laughs) but she was saying she was like um she's like i can like see not see in my head but she's like I could see that friend having sex. Like, yeah, I could see that person. Doing it. But she's like, Claire, I can't imagine you having sex. I was like, yeah, give me big virgin energy over here. <laughs> like, I, I hate making men feel good about themselves. Like, if I have the chance to, like, um, if I have the chance to humble, belittle, insult, um, physically harm a man, I will. And I love it. And it brings me so much joy. And... I don't know what's wrong with me because it's not like I have like I don't like most women had that have had a situation that would give them some kind of trauma with men I don't like I have no trauma with men I just love pissing them off like it's not like a revenge thing it's not like a I don't trust men yeah it is just like purely hate them I it's just so they're so sensitive they're they so are. They are. easy like, to like just they're like the, what the fuck why would you say that i feel like i'm really sensitive though so they come from me often really sense. yeah like even like all my guy friends are like we're just trying to toughen you up clip like we're trying to get you to grow a thicker skin and i'm just like am i just too nice to you guys like i don't know Hmm. You'll have to ask the boys, cause I'm like, cause I just am missing something. I'm like, I don't but know are their jokes on. like playful and like funny, or do they like go too sometimes far? Sometimes I'm like, oof, ouch. Mm. It depends. It depends. Like, <laughs> sorry, I keep cracking my no, knuckles. No, you're that's fine. so rude. You're the one that's listening to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I so heard my knuckle crack, and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Ew. Um, I remember like a couple weeks ago, I was like on my period, so I was like extra. I'm just sensitive as it is, but. Extra no. sensitive. What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Mm. And a Cancer. Oh. And a Gemini. Oh. So it's like, yeah, I know. I know. I know, I know. Are you okay? No. People ask me that. When they find out all three? When they find out all three? Oh, my God. Okay. Wait, the thing is, I have a Pisces friend who he would ask me if I was okay yeah. but the way he would ask me would be so like intent like he would look in my eyes and be like are you okay Claire? And I would be like the fuck did you just you ask me that totally for? You totally fine and then you're not. No, you're... but it would make me so mad because I would be like, I was okay until you asked me if I was okay like that. And then I had to think about it and then realize yeah. I'm gaslighting myself into thinking I'm okay. And now I realize, I just remembered I'm not okay. <laughs> and now I kind of want to cry. And that really pissed me off because I like to live in a state of everything's fine. Everything's fine. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. If I don't think about it, I literally put all my emotions and sadness and any kind of like mm-hmm. emotional issues in a yeah. little box in the back of my brain, lock it up, don't think about it. And then I let it explode every once in a while, like if I'm on my period or going through something. You're going to love the <laughs> solo episode that's coming out tomorrow. Oh my God. Because I talk about how you should just sit with your emotions and just feel them like as they are. Really? Yeah. People tell me to do that. I'm like, I can't. It's actually like really like 
good. It makes me, like, you'll hear what I say, but like it makes me feel in tune with myself when I like. I'm such a runner. I can't, yeah. I mean like don't actually physically run, but like <laughs> I run away from any kind of emotion, stress, issue in my life. I'm like, oh, um, there's a problem. I'm gonna go like yes. out and yeah. like, I'll be in PB drinking my problems away. <laughs> like, I mean, to yeah, a certain degree. To yeah. A point, because I'm also not a sad drunk. So if I'm out partying, if I'm out having a good time with my girlies, I don't have the brain capacity to remember that I'm sad or See, that I'm obsessed. I'll cry. You'll, yeah, because oh some God. people are like, if you're sad and you start drinking, yeah. you'll no. it'll make it worse. It's and so I'm like, bad. I've never, I'm not a sad drunk. So I'm like, I'm just a happy drunk. Everything's good. It's not like I'm an alcoholic, guys. Yeah. I'm not an alcoholic. But. <laughs> no, there's only one kid in my family. This is an AA. <laughs> we don't need to do two. You did not. I just put my brother on blast. <laughs> oh my god, you didn't need. My family's no, a you, mess. You're just like getting it smaller and smaller. It was just a family member. Yeah, I was like. Jeez. Okay. Well, I'm actually one of the only kids in my family that's like. She she might be okay. She might be good. The rest of them, Your my family's poor, fucked. I just feel so bad for Claire's family that's listening to this right now. Like, oh my god. Hell? They're like, why would you say that? Yeah. You bitch. It's gonna cause beef. Sometimes I've caused beef like saying stuff on this podcast. Really? I've had people text me and be like, you need to take that down. Yeah. Did you take it down? Well, one time I did, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know, I was good. See, too nice. Too nice. So I guess what I'm learning right now is Colette needs to be more of a bitch. Yeah. I'm I... thinking something will click when I'm like older. And I'll just be like, oh. That's true. But I've also, I was going to say, I've always been a bitch. Like, I'm in, right now, how I am right now, when I was your age, I was more of a bitch. And I've, like, as I've gotten older, I'm at 25 now, my frontal lobe has fully formed. I'm like, being a bitch has actually never really done me any favors. (laughs) Maybe I should be less of a cunt and, like, be kind of nice. And, like, ask my friends about their feelings and be, like, more in tune with my feelings. And maybe you should try this whole, like, therapy thing. Haven't done that yet, but we'll get on it. You should, it works. But, yeah, I think I've, like, I've calmed down a little bit. Yeah. And I feel like I've always been, like, up here on the mean scale, so. I don't know. I don't know either, but I'm going to backtrack a little. Yeah, we we have lots of, we have lots of topics we wanted to talk about. What I wanted to say to wrap up the boys being mean to me. Yes. Was, I was, like, very sensitive and, like, uh, some drama happened and, like, totally on me and whatever and um whatever like I, some beef went not even that big of a deal it was totally fine but the next day I was like seeing all of them and I was like I'm gonna cry and he was like do it cry so I started crying I started crying and then we started laughing and then I was like and like obviously like one of the boys was like oh it's okay Colette and I was like oh thanks but it was just funny like it like there's just kind of like that kind of stuff but I'm like how far is too far sometimes but were you actually crying like sad? I like ha- I like shed a few tears. I wasn't like I'm so sad like crying. Like mm-hmm. if I was actually genuinely crying, I would leave. I'd be like, no, no, I'll leave you guys and I'll chill. But it wasn't like that. And they, I know it's not like that. But yeah, because I feel like if I'm ever gonna cry in front of some, well, like if I was gonna cry in a situation like that, yeah, I would be like, you guys are making me really pissed off. I'm gonna cry right now. Yeah. And then I'm, like, going to squeeze a few tears out of my eyes just to make them feel bad. Yeah, that was kind of what I did. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> yeah. Because so it's, like, like emotional manipulation. Right. I'm, like, I want you to feel bad about hurting my feelings. I don't want them to feel bad. I just, like, well, I guess I kind of do. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. You're, like, I want you to feel bad about what you did. So I'm going to 
pretend I'm a lot more upset than I actually am. But if I was actually hurt, no one's ever fucking finding out. Yeah. I'm taking that to my grave. <laughs> To me, y'all make it known. Really? Wow, we are so opposite. Yeah, that's how no my idea how opposite. That's we how my sister is. She was like, I think it's very powerful to like let people know that they hurt your feelings, <laughs> so like you can just like be honest about how you're feeling and just be open and honest and all that stuff. And I'm like, if someone knew that they hurt my feelings, they had the power to ruin my day. They win. No one can ever know that they hurt my feelings. No one can ever like. No, most things don't actually hurt my feelings, but the few things I do, I'm never gonna talk about it. Yeah, unless I go to therapy, probably. <laughs> we'll get, we'll cross that bridge. Yeah. All right, where's the topics? Um, okay. I really want to know. We this was supposed to be in the intro, but we started like right away. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really want to know first impressions of each other. Ooh. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. My first impression of Claire was, wow, this girl's scary. <laughs> I was, and I don't get intimidated of people. Like, usually it's the opposite. People get intimidated of me. And at first I was like, dang, like, this girl's like, oh. Well, you were super nice when I first met you. And I first started working at Captain's, which is how I know Claire, guys. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> for the video I, listeners. Video listeners, video watchers. <laughs> um, I put on a cute outfit and a little bit of makeup because I knew. <laughs> You're going to record this. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, like, I think there was, like, a few things that you'd say to people where you're just spicy. And I was just like, damn, this girl's frightening. Like, just I don't get on her side. Like, you were just spicy and, like, sassy. And, like, I was like, no, no, no. Like, this girl knows what's up. She knows what she wants. Like, you just were very, like, confident is a very good word for who you are. Wow. And then, like, there were times when I would be frightened when you would say something. Or, like, especially because that captains do, like... I wasn't very good at my job to start, and I had no idea about coffee. And, okay. like, Brandon said it on the last podcast, like, you were just new. Like, him and I used to beef, and it was just because I was new, and I had no idea what I was doing for a while. For like a really Dude, long me time. and Brandon beef now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'll come uh, in two minutes late, and that bitch will be like... Yeah, yeah. I love... You're late. I love Brandon. I just don't love working with him, is what I've discovered. And that's totally fine. Like... It's just like roommates. Like I love. I can. I can one hundred percent agree with yeah. that. Yeah. So like we have a great relationship now. We're good friends. But like <laughs> when we worked together, we did not get along. And it's just funny. But like yeah, that's that. Those are my first impressions of you. It's just wow, this girl's this girl's confident as shit. And then we so like didn't much. hang out for a long time, I or know. like we didn't see each other for a while, and then you got a new job, whatever. And then just recently, like over the past, I feel like couple months, we've just been very. Yeah, because I I left. Yes. Because yeah, I went down we and lived left. in That's San right. Diego for That's a while. Right. I forgot. I, I like left it... the whole community. Everyone was like, everyone, it I told everyone so I was sad. moving to New York. So everyone thought I, I moved to New York. I genuinely thought you lived here. And I was like, <laughs> that didn't actually happen. Yeah. yeah. But then I knew you were in San Diego and you got like another job. And then, yeah. But I was dicking around in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like. Swinging my dick around. Dick around era? Yeah. Fucker. I, I have fuck around era. I'm in my fuck around era. Really? Right now, yeah. I'm trying to get out of my fuck around era. Me too. It's so hard when you're in it. You're like, I have to work. Well, like, the thing is, like, I'd be fucking around and I'm not finding out anything. I have first impressions of you. <laughs> I'm actually terrified for this. Um, I think my first impressions of you was like, she. I was like, I remember you being like, oh, I want to do like TikToks like at work and everything. And I was like, who is this girl? What is she doing? <laughs> like, what's happening? And. I think, like, I was just like, oh, she's kind of, like, loud or whatever. And, like, then as I, like, got to know you, I was like, wait, she's so funny, though. And, like, really, like, fun to be around. And, like, I 
I think I like as I got to knew, know you more, I was like, I get it. Like I get everything about your aesthetic. I get everything about like your little like the content creating because like at first I was like, the fuck? And then I was like, wait, it's cute. Aww, you know? Like so But also for me, I'm like a really when I first meet people, I don't wanna like them. Yeah. Like my first instinct is like, what do I not like about this person? Because I don't have room for more friends That's valid, <laughs> on my honestly. social calendar, which is so bitchy. But like, I think I was just like, I think I didn't make a big effort to get to know you very well. Mm-hmm. And we didn't work together that much. No. Yeah. yeah so we would just see each other every once in a while. I'm like, oh, that's Coco. Yeah. But then as like the time has gone by, I'm like, wait, I love Coco. Oh, I love too. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I always get really happy when you come in oh, now. Oh, that's sweet. I, I get really happy when I see you too. Like also, you I were. Too, oh, thank you. Yeah. Yes, I do. Fuck Brandon. Yeah, no, fuck Brandon. But like you were saying, you're like, you've gotten so much closer with like the whole captain's crew after you started working, Which, stopped working there. Yeah, crazy. Well, yeah, great. Well, thank you. That was really sweet. <laughs> um... Sex, drugs, and alcohol. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, the topic of sex, drugs, and alcohol. Sex, drugs, and alcohol. Should be the the name of this episode. And I was going to say, like, sex, yes. Drugs, no. Alcohol, fuck yes. (laughs) Having good friends that take care of you when you're in, like, absolute demon mode is so important. important. For, like, someone like me, probably you, who, like, when we go out, we go out hard. Oh, yeah. I've had so many nights where it's, like, I'm either throwing up on myself or pissing myself <laughs> or completely blackout drunk, like in the middle of like a bar or something. I'm not pissing and throwing up in the bars, but like just moments really? where it's no, no, no. <laughs> I always throw up outside and I always piss usually in the toilet. A clean, girl. I'm a clean girl. Do you think I have the clean girl aesthetic? <laughs> You are the furthest thing from the clean girl aesthetic. You know what the thing is? I'm actually not the furthest because no matter how fucked up I am, when I get home, I'm washing off my makeup and putting putting my moisturizer on my face. And like, I know so many girls who like look like they have the clean girl aesthetic and those bitches be sleeping in their makeup. Dude, And I'm like, take that off. Or, my friend's getting mad about this. I have so many friends. Oh, the spray tans. Oh yeah, this right hand. So this right hand where it's like they didn't want to scrub it in enough, and it's like rubbing up on their their um wrists and elbows and like behind their ears. And I'm just like, the things that women do, yeah, is actually absurd. Like, let's just take a minute because you get waxed, you get your nails done, you get your eyebrows done, you get your eyelashes done if you do that. You get that's so a new outfit to go out. You get a spray tan. What else do you do? That's like... Mm, shave your whole body. Yeah. But that's also in like under wax too. Yeah, but still. Oh, right. pay for birth control. Oh, yeah. If you don't have a health yeah. insurance. Which I do not Excuse do. Me. <laughs> I just burped. I'm sorry. No, but like... That's fucked in my opinion. Like... All of those things, I'm like, I'm about to out myself. This is so horrible. But so many of my friends have been like, you need to get on birth control because <laughs> you're out of control, Claire. And I'm like, no, because that's super anti-feminist of me why would i go out of my way to have something inserted in my body just in case i want to go home with some random guy one night out of the month wow like why would i do that and like so many people have told me like getting a uti or uti UTI. (laughs) iud is like extremely painful and my sister the first like month that she was on hers the mood swings 
she was out of control. I was like, that's scary. I don't, like, I'm already a bitch. Nope. Well, also, like, I feel like my hormones in the way that I am is so, like, very regulated yeah. and good. I'm like, why would I fix it? Fix it. It's not broken. I was on it two times. The first time I was ever on it was like when I was not sexually active, and I was just like doing it. I think for my period, because my periods are really heavy. Oh, so sorry if you're a male and you listen to this. Actually, no, I'm not. But no, men need to be way more like educated <laughs> on the female shit, like yeah. uh, menstrual cycle and everything like that because it's like this is just natural. <laughs> like, there's nothing like taboo about it. Yeah. Um, I have something to say after that, don't worry. But <laughs> there, yeah, yeah, the first time I was on it, I was too, I was young. I was, like, in high school, and it was, like, it just messed me up for two weeks, so I got off of it, and then when I was in a really, really long-term relationship, I was like, okay, I should probably, you know, whatever. And then, so I got on it, and I was so horribly moody and depressed. I was, like, in bed, and I remember my ex would, like, come over and, like, hey, are you okay? I was not okay, so I got off of it. Um... So I've just been, like, anti-birth control ever since. Well, yeah, birth control, like, I, I'm also, my parents are hippies, so, like, I don't, I'm never, I literally never go to the doctor for anything. Yeah. So I'm just very, like, eh, um, like, what is it, homeopathic yeah. kind of girly. Yeah. I was, like, born at home. Like, I wasn't even born in a hospital. Wow. My parents are, like, weird. But, so for me, I'm, like, it doesn't make sense for me to go get a procedure done. Yeah. Get something inserted in my arm, put something in my, like, shoved up my, <laughs> nuke shoved up my vagina. Nuke. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a nuke up my pussy. <laughs> Have you heard that sound? No. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, um, so. But, like, that doesn't make sense to me because I'm, like, I'm not in a relationship. Maybe if I was yeah, in a relationship. it's different when you're dating someone, I think, but, like. But I'm not, I'm not regularly, like, yeah. having sex, like. I want to say schedule like it's very like sporadic no, so if it's <laughs> if it's a sporadic and I it's not like a constant thing yeah. I'm like it doesn't make sense for me to do that yeah I'm not putting my body through that like that would be me caring so much about the men that I'm hooking up with that's so fast you know what because I'm like you can just wear a fucking condom yeah yeah. What, why is that so hard? Why are you not an adult? Why do you not own condoms? Yeah, no, that's my Grow question. Up. Is why did why was it? No, no, yeah, why? <laughs> like, grow up. Literally, would you grow rather up. have a child? Yeah. <laughs> or would you rather put on a condom? Yeah, it's like mm, figure it out. Dude, oh god, I cannot. I'm, and also, if you're the one taking Plan B the next morning, your period starts. Oh, that's true. That the one time I took Plan B, I've only done it once. Way. Only once. But I was like, why the fuck did I get my period twice in a month? Yeah. I was like, oh, because I, I was like, period. What does that mean? And my roommates were like, that's what happens when you take Plan B. And I was like, oh, okay. Also, I've never talked about my sex life on the podcast. I'm so sorry. If only you were the person that would ever like make me come out and like talk about that. Like, I try to pretend on this podcast that I'm like. A saint. Like, that, not do anything. <laughs> no, well, I'm actually in my saint era. You are We can talk about that, guys. I'm actually... <laughs> I've taken a vow of celibacy. <laughs> how long is it? Like, can we discuss how long? Oh, uh, I We're think... Not, are we a month yet? I don't even think it's a month I don't yet. think it's a month yet. Because yeah. I, I've been saying since the beginning of this year that I'm regrowing my virginity, which people... Some people were... Uh, some of my friends who I was saying that to were like... Ew, can you stop saying that? You're regrowing your vagina. I'm like, I'm not regrowing my vagina. I'm regrowing my virginity. Get it right. And they were like, that's so gross. I was like, there's something growing in you. And I was like, 
Well, in my brain, it's like, oh, you know how, like, when you lose your virginity? I'm like, don't worry, I, I found it. <laughs> it's right here. You just gotta wait just, six months. Yeah. <laughs> it comes back every six months. <laughs> Which I keep not being able to make it to six months. <laughs> like I said at the beginning of this year, I was like, I'm not hooking up with anybody. I'm going to be, like, a little nun this year. I'm going to be, like, on my best behavior. It hasn't gone well. I can yeah. tell you right now. I, just keep, I know that it has not gone well. I mean, I just, it's not well, but it's not like... <laughs> it's, you're I just keep like, oh, accidentally um, being <laughs> a rat. That's what I keep doing. <laughs> As my sister likes to call me, she calls me a rat. No, dude, that's like our, that's our like household thing. Being a rat. We have our own Instagram for like all of our roommates called... Um, what it's called but it's like dip more rats or something like that like yeah dude my one of my good friends Skylar she was like uh <laughs> she's like this summer I would like to be sewer adjacent <laughs> and I the thing though is the reason or not this isn't the reason I decided I was gonna be on my best behavior um I decided I was gonna be a good little nun in the beginning of this year and then I kind of was like not really following that rule and then we went out I think it was in March, like beginning of March, and me and my friends all hit like rock bottom. Like we had, we call it the night that we don't speak of. That's the, yes, that is the specific morning I remember you coming. I come into captains and you just looked like you've been through hell. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, that was bad. That was okay. so bad. We all have a few of those. And honestly, some of my friends, I think some of their nights were way worse than mine because I, like, wasn't throwing up on myself. I won't say who did, but um, <laughs> I wasn't crying. I'm not going to say who did, but she knows who she is. <laughs> she don't feel real bad when she but the thing is, like, I just, like, did some things that I was not that proud of and, like... And I feel like I, like, if I watched myself in a movie from that night, I'd be like, I'm so, like, I was so embarrassed mm-hmm. getting all the flashbacks from that night, yeah, like, the worse. next morning that I was like, we cannot, we cannot be continuing on like this. We can't be acting like this. I'm like, that was embarrassing. My pride is hurt. Yeah. Like, oh, I was just like, oh, like, we need to take a step back on our rat behavior. And so I was like, we're not allowed to go back to PB until the summer once summer hits though which we're getting really close it's free game like i just want to say like (laughs) i need a pv night with you guys like i know that we're going tomorrow i said i'm not going to pv until summer but oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's cinco de drinko what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to do stay at home and beat my cock (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm sir. sorry. If your mom listens to this, she's gonna be like, "Who is that girl? Never hang out with her again." <laughs> Carrie, you'll be fine. It's all right. Um, no, I might go out on Saturday. I don't know. I'm still kind of recovering from Coachella, to be honest. That's true. I'm like, you can give yourself like. I went so hard March through April. I was. I'm exhausted. Wasn't there like a lot of reasons to drink those months though? March was my birthday, and then the month, then the week after that, I went to Vegas, and the week after that was another. And there's St. Patrick's Day too. Did you go out for St. Patrick's? Patrick's Day? Was on the day of the concert that we went to in Costa Mesa. Okay. And then that whole weekend we had back-to-back birthdays so I was literally drunk the entire weekend and then I was in I was drunk for three weekends in a row 
Then we had four weeks off. And that then puts such a toll on your body. And then I went to Coachella, yeah. So, like, the four weeks before Coachella, I, like, didn't do anything. I was really good. But then, actually, I don't think I was. I know that there's a couple times in there where I had some drinks. Or, like, we have girls' nights. I didn't go hard, but, like. Okay, but that doesn't count. Am I right? You don't think so? Uh, yeah. If you have a few drinks at home with your girlies, it doesn't count. Okay. Then, I, didn't, I was pretty good. But if you're going out and drinking enough that you have to Uber home, that counts. Then I was good all before Coachella. For four weeks, I was just, like, at the gym, working, and, like, that was it. That's Saving good. money, trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to wear for four weeks. And then I went to Coachella, destroyed my body physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally. <laughs> And then I'm still recovering. The holy trinity. Yeah, the holy trinity. Physical, emotional, and a mental destruction. Yeah, I tried to, like, do a recap yesterday when I did my solo episode, which will be out by now, but I was trying to, like, talk about it. I was just like, honestly, I can't. Like, I just experienced it. I lived it. And, like, it was chill. (laughs) And I'm still, like, processing what happened to me in the desert. Dude. A piece of me is there. I was supposed to say that, like, I left. You left your heart in Coachella. I left left (laughs) piece of me died at Coachella in the desert and I came back different I'm not even kidding like I, like, I feel like a new person kind of you're a changed man <laughs> Coachella changed me you're like I went to Coachella and found God no <laughs> Someone's like, was that Coachella or Burning Man? I'm confused. <laughs> I'm gonna out Christian right now because when he came back from Coachella last year, when he went, we went to dinner and he talked about how Coachella was a spiritual life changing experience for him, <laughs> like for like two hours. And then I came back this year and was like, I can see how it's like slightly life changing, but not to the extent that people come back like from Burning Man and stuff that are like. You know? Well, that's also, I feel like Burning Man is a bunch of white guys that do shrooms and, like, realize other humans yeah. exist yeah. and have feelings. And they're like, oh, my God. Uh, if you had a really spiritual life, awakening. <laughs> if you had a really life-changing experience at a festival, it just means you did a lot of drugs. Yeah. You did a lot of drugs. And you also just were, like, a piece of shit before. And then you realized, like, yeah. oh, my God, like, humanity exists. For me, uh, there's other people in this world other than me. And you're like, Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the female existence like we have to live our lives around other people like constantly thinking about other people and thinking about men and like we like tiptoe around all of these social things whereas i think men just like like i feel like women walk through life like getting out of the way from people so they don't like because they're not trying to be rude or they're trying to like not piss off anyone and they're trying to be considerate about like where they are where they're standing and everything men are like the people on the in a hallway that just walk and expect you to move out of the way for them. And you're like, what? That's a good analogy. And so that's why like a lot of times when guys like go and like have a spiritual awakening and they're like, Oh my God, like other people have feelings and like all the stuff. Have I have feelings. And you're like, yeah. And you've been a dick your whole life. Yeah. Like that's what? So true. <laughs> that's so true. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't remember what I was getting at, but yeah. No, but a piece of me is not desert and it will not come back. But in a good way. Like in a in a Should good we go way. find there? No, <laughs> go she's find okay. We're like out in the like it's just like a big empty lot. We're just like did you where is it? Does did anyone see Colette around here? <laughs> Does anyone see Colette's uh, that piece of Colette's heart that she left? <laughs> oh no, I think like two It's least... definitely sparkly and pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
should not be that hard to find. One thing I was gonna tell you though, actually, we're, uh, I'm gonna circle back to periods because I really oh my god, the I person love, I want to talk, I love to talk about. I didn't know that you don't flush your tampon down the toilet. <laughs> I had no idea until like maybe a couple weeks ago. That, a couple like, weeks ago? Yeah, my entire life, my entire existence of having periods, I thought you took a, take them out and you flush them down the toilet. See, I'm making you feel really bad right now by being like, what? You didn't know? Everyone had that reaction. It, it took me. No, no, I think someone told me around maybe when I was like 21. That's messed so up. So like you're 22. So I was living my whole life okay, until so like 21. No, I didn't know. And then after I found out, I'm 25. I still flush that shit down the toilet. It's like a habit. Because, you can't break it. No, it's not a habit. I'm just a bitch. And I'm like, you think I'm touching my bloody tampon, rolling it up in a toilet paper, and then throwing it in the trash for it to stink up the bathroom? No. It's going down the fucking, it's going in the tube. Because once it's down the toilet, I don't think about it. No. And I just think, like, the reason I want to bring it up is, like, normalize just, like, not knowing shit. Like, it's not my fault. No one educated me. The school system failed me. Mom, you kind of failed me. Oh, my like, gosh. My mom failed me on so many things. It's okay. <laughs> like, they did their best. It's not a big deal. But, like, and I'll probably do the same to my kids. But hopefully. I'm going to try, try not to. But, like. I'm not planning on having kids, yeah. so we'll get these things tied. Probably good for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, no kid needs to go through that. There is my mom. You're such a fun mom. I'm going to be a fun uncle, though. Like, yeah. all my friends and all my siblings who have kids, like, I'm going to be, I was born to be an aunt. I was born to be, like, like I take parents. you yeah. on the weekends when your parents, like, want to actually have a sex life or something, and I'm like... Okay, we'll give your parents a weekend. Yeah. And I'm going to do something fun and maybe dangerous. But, yeah, like, you're going to have memories. Yeah, you're going to take the kids and, <laughs> like, everything that they can't do with their parents, you're going to let them do. Yeah. Like, math. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a drugs girl, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sex, drugs, and alcohol. <laughs> did we cover all of them? I think we kind of did. I mean, yeah, like, we, we really did. What's your drink of choice? Tequila soda. But you, honestly, you're supposed to say... Oh, <laughs> and a Negroni, Spogliata, <laughs> with Prosecco in it. Oh, I hate you. It's funny because, like, okay. Did you see a tequila soda? Yeah. That's great. That's a great answer. That's a great answer, right? But here's the thing, like. Put some lime in it, though. Always. Double lime. Tequila Otherwise, that tastes like ass. Tequila soda, extra lime. Always. Yeah. But Thank you. That's, like, my favorite. So good. But I, like, that's my go-to drink through and through because I hate waking up with a sugar hangover. I fucking love tequila. Vodka makes me fight. Like, you every time fight? I'm on vodka, I'll, I'll, I'm like, who can I punch in the face right now? Or And tequila, just like, but also, I feel like tequila is kind of making me want to fight people lately because, or make really bad decisions because every tequila soda I've had in the past month has just ended in something not going good. Like, do you stick toilet, to I was about probably 12 tequila sodas at that But night. do you stick to the same alcohol the whole time? Yeah. Okay. I'm usually pretty good about it. I'm really usually bad about it. I'll mix it up. Yeah. See, like, I just know I'll vomit everywhere. It depends on the night. Like, I haven't really vomited in a long time. I did throw up on my birthday. I used to do the whole um, pull trick thing. I can't pull trick. Really? I have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like, come for me for that, people that are I'm like, this. good for you. Yeah, no, no, no. That's great. Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mine's very intact. <laughs> and, like, it's, like, in desperate times, though, when you need it. <laughs> it's, like, so unfortunate. So, like, for my birthday, oh, my God, this is so 
I'm going to Cambridge. I'm about to say this in the pod. Will you get employed if you tell the story? Probably not. I mean, yeah, probably. But, like, <laughs> this is my job, so who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ashley, who's my best, best friend. Damn, I really wish you were there on my birthday. But This, this year? Yeah. she. Uh-huh. I've known her since, like, she's like my sister. Like, if anyone, if I say Ashley, everyone knows she's my, like, quote-unquote sister. Okay. I was like, I have to throw up. I was blacked out. I don't remember this whatsoever. And there's photo evidence of me in the bathroom with Ashley's Hannah. And Ashley was a real one. She just pulled trick for me. Her whole hand. She said it took so many tries. She had to shove her, like, entire fist down my throat. And then I finally pulled trick. That's how much of a gaggy voice I don't have. That's so it's impressive crazy. on both the par- both, both parts. parts, right, dude? I'm like, she's a she's a real, she is my sister. Yeah, she's- I was like, that's a real one. That's a ride or die. No problem, I do it again. That's such a oh my she's god, that's so sweet. Die. No, she's so sweet. Like, it's- I can't say I would do like, the same for my friends. I was gonna say my roommates would not do that. I just got such a bad foot cramp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I wouldn't do that for I, most, most I of my friends. I wouldn't do that for my friends. I'm like, I, I would just let me suffer. Well, know? because the sticking the sticking that my hand in their mouth, I don't think that I would have a problem with. The fact that vomit has to come out and yeah. yes, go down too. my arm, yeah, that's, that's what that's what I thought, too. The this part. Also, I think she's pretty hammered, so I'm like, that probably yeah. helped. But still, I'm just like, dude, you're for real. Long. Yeah, that's crazy. What's your drink of choice? Uh, right now. Um, it's always a mule. Yeah. But the thing, that's usually how, see, this is why I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm fucking crazy, but I'm free. Um, <laughs> what's the, the Lana Del Rey one? Let me know exactly. Um, I always want to start with a mule because mm-hmm. mules taste so delicious and scrumptious. And they're just like, I feel like you can't go wrong with them. Anywhere you go, you can't get a really bad one. Like a Moscow mule? Yeah, but unfortunately, Moscow mules are vodka but so you could ask for a mexican mule if you want to do tequila what even is a me- like what would i don't even really know what a mule is a mule is ginger beer like lime juice and like whatever the alcohol mexican is. Mule sounds good. yeah but it, the main thing is it's like the ginger beer makes it like kind of spicy and it's like oh, it's I so i mean that. it's not spicy but it's like i don't know how you describe ginger like sparkly <laughs> ginger is kind of spicy well it's, it's like a spice it. but it's not spicy if you've never had ginger, that's your fucking fault. Yeah, so, grow up. Have ginger. <laughs> but, Be an adult. Yeah, no, but I, I'm such a hoe for ginger. I love anything with ginger in it. That's crazy. So I love mules. But I'll usually just start with a normal Moscow mule, which has vodka in it. And then after I have that, if, I, if my friends are taking shots, I only take shots of tequila. Actually, that's not true. Sometimes when I'm feeling really crazy, I'll be like, give me a shot of whiskey. I was going to say, I was going to say. I, I was love- just about to say. You're probably sipping fucking shots of whiskey, aren't you, Whiskey Claire? goes down really smooth. It does go down. Like, it, I'm always, like, mentally preparing for it. And then when I hit, when I take the shot of it, I'm like, oh, that was great. I could do, like, three more. Yeah. Whereas tequila, like, the other night I was going out and I took a shot of tequila and I was like, why is this spicy? Yeah. I was like, yeah. that hurts me. Yeah. But I, oh. I, for some reason, take tequila shots like they're water now. Really? Yeah, oh, easy. my gosh. They're easy. Sure, <laughs> what you just said? You're an honor. Oh yeah. No, you're a freaking soldier. It takes yeah. It takes a while for me to get drunk too. Like I'm not a lightweight at all, at all. You know what I realized, mm-hmm. which is so horrible. This is about to get like trigger warning, um, but I was all of like last year. So yeah, you know how I was like going through my rap phase and I was drinking a bunch and like mm-hmm. going out a bunch. Um, I was getting like 
I was blacking out a lot last year and I was like getting super drunk like super fast because I wasn't eating really which is like so horrible but I was like oh like girls if you're gonna go out you eat, have to eat, eat some food because like even if it's just a freaking banana yeah if it's a banana half a burrito but like I if if you're not you're one your nights are gonna be way shorter <laughs> and you're not gonna remember them yeah and so i'm like recently i've just like it just like was so stupid because a lot of my friends were like yeah claire we know Aww. like not they didn't know that i had wasn't eating but like i mean they, they didn't know <laughs> they're like girl figure it out i'm getting better i it's not like bad but i was just like trigger warning for anybody <laughs> yeah for anybody who's going through that it gets better you just figure out something that works for you and like it's definitely like a mental illness that is so hard because especially i didn't mean to talk about this but if you do develop an eating disorder which also it's such a thing that like in our society in america like so many girls so a lot of guys too a lot of guys and it's not talked about um so many people go through it and they don't one that you don't even really realize it they're just like oh yeah i'm just like not that hungry or whatever or like it's just you develop this just really bad relationship with food and it's kind of it it doesn't matter if your friends are like hey can you you need to eat or like you're not you're being bad or like not being bad but like when your friends try to like shame you about it that doesn't really help it has to take a certain point where like you're like oh my god this is bad this is bad for me i realize what i'm doing is harmful to myself and like i want to get better like it's only gonna get better if you acknowledge it if other people are just like telling you and like trying to have an intervention like that almost like doesn't even work like you just have to like look at yourself and be like what are we doing and like i had to like hit a point where i was like what what are we doing we need to this is not healthy this is really bad but yeah we don't have to talk about thank that you anymore. For sharing. No, no, no. Thank you for like being <laughs> open and like talking about that because that's like not something that's like, easy to talk about. And I had no idea that you even struggled with that. Oh. <laughs> I had no idea. So I'm like kind of culture shock. Oh, really? And not in like a bad way. Like I think I'm just like, oh wow, like that's not. So- it's crazy because like you just never know what someone's going through too. That's so. So I've never known that you struggled with that, which yeah. is like crazy, you know. The thing though is, it w- almost became like a joke in my household. Oh, well, because people were like joking about it at first when I first was like not really feeding myself very well and then like my sister started making comments about it at home at my parents house whenever we'd go home and then so my parents started making jokes about it mm-hmm. but like I was like it's a joke like I don't I don't actually have an eating disorder yeah. I'm just like lazy and like I'm not hungry that often but then like it got to a point where I was like oh my god like I just went through the whole day and all I had was a granola bar yeah oops but, yeah. oh, if you want to hear, like, the worst part, do you want to hear any more about this or no? Yeah, we don't no, have to talk about you it. you want to talk about it, go for it. The scary, the worst part was, or, like, when I kind of hit, like, it wasn't hit rock bottom, but, like, I was living down in San Diego. I think this was, like, September or October of last year. And I had worked out, and it was, like, already, like, three or, it was, like, one or two in the afternoon or something like that hadn't eaten anything in the day and I probably didn't eat dinner the night before and I had worked out for like an hour and a half or something like that and then I went to into the shower to do my hair routine which is like 
I'm gonna be in the shower for like an hour, like going through my hair, cause like yeah, if yeah, really yeah, my hair routine is like really like uh, strenuous, and like there's a lot of components to it. Um, and so I halfway through my hair routine, I had like shampoo in my hair or something like that, and I started like seeing stars and like getting dizzy. And I was like, what the what the heck? And then I almost passed out in the shower, oh and so like. I was like, oh my God, I need to like sit down. And so I was like sitting down in the shower, like just trying not to pass out. And it was like, I was like freaking out. And then I finally like found enough energy to like get up and turn the water off. And then I was just like laying on the floor in my, on the bathroom, like just like naked, like, like trying to like, just like breathe. And like, I was like, so like my vision was like tunneling and it was like so scary. And my, I was the people I was living with at that point were like basically two strangers. Yeah. So like I didn't feel comfortable like calling them. It was like this what my landlord, this man named Alan, and then this random other girl who I wasn't really close with. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not calling these people in to come help me naked on the floor. Right. Like I'm completely alone and I'm about to pass out in the bathroom. So I was like so scared. And I don't I don't know how long I like laid there, but I eventually like got the energy to like grab a towel and like get to the kitchen. No. I went and laid on my bed, like, soaking wet, just, like, trying to, like, breathe. <laughs> and then, I like, once I laid there for a while, I, like, finally got to the kitchen and, like, had a granola, um, a cliff bar. Mm-hmm. And then I was just, like, I, like, called my friend Allie and was, like, I almost passed out in the shower. And she was, like, and she used to live there with me. And she was, like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was, like, yeah. But I was, like, laying there, like, sweating. Yeah. Like, so it was so, it was so scary that I was, like, I can't put myself in positions where, like, I, my body starts shutting down because I didn't eat enough food and I'm alone and I have no one to call. Right. Because like that, the fact that I was just so alone and like, so like, I'm in a very scary situation right now and I can't call for help because I don't have anyone. Like it was just like spooky. And I was just like, oh my God, like we can't be doing that. So, like, ever since then, like, when I go to the gym now, I always eat something before Good. I work out. And now I've been, like, super strict on myself about tracking my protein. And it, I've just been, like, I've been seeing, like, better results, like, in the gym and everything like that. So, it's just, like, it gets better. <laughs> but just, like, don't let yourself get to that point where you, like, have to scare yourself, like, Dude. straight. <laughs> yeah, that's so scary, Claire. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, um, I also noticed too, like, I never eat before working out, and today, I, or yesterday, I worked before, or ate before working out, and then today, I didn't eat before working out, and I felt like I was gonna throw up the whole time. Because you home, ate? I'm like, no, I didn't eat today. Oh. I ate yesterday, like, a, like a little bit of uh, like yogurt and strawberries, yeah. and it just makes such a difference. Like, food, it does wonders to your body, and like, we are very uh, as a society too. Like, it's such a sad thing but like if you eat too little it's like you're not eating enough you might put yourself in a sort if you eat too much you're fat like you just need to do you need to eat and make yourself feel good so you're not in like scary situations like you were in you know yes so, that's so scary thank you for like opening <laughs> up and like talking about it like that's crazy like Props to you, vulnerability. Uh, on the oh my god, right they're being vulnerable. Like, but, Everybody's gonna listen and be like, "What the heck?" But also, Claire? like, no, because there's so many people that go through. I know so many people that go through that exactly, mm-hmm. and like eating disorders are very, like, a very big thing. Like for like for me, I'm like, 
I'll eat a jar of peanut butter in a week. And I'm like, do I have a binge eating disorder? Like, you don't, like, you don't know. Like, yep. it's just, I feel like it's a a culmination of like a lot of times you can either give it to yourself or it can be like habits that just start like on top of each other in situations in life that drive you to feeling like this is something that you can control or like also like the way you're raised however your parents like their view on food like if you grew up with a handful of almonds mom which like I did that's rough and also my parents like I don't think that they're going to listen to this, but my dad used to be like what he would just like, both of my parents were like runners too. So they like worked out all the time and my, all of my siblings are naturally just ridiculously skinny. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have to, you've seen my sister. Yeah. Like She'll literally like do Pilates like Small. twice and she's like, Oh my God, my abs. Like, do you see all the, the results from my abs? I'm like, oh, I wish. woman, you're not getting abs from Pilates. You are just born with abs. Yeah. Like you are like, and that's another thing. Like, the fitness influencer society it's like they're like you can look like me if you do this routine it's like no you're just genetically have that body type and there's nothing anyone and nobody can follow your routine or someone could but like most people aren't going to get the same results Mm -hmm. but my dad used to we would watch t like uh so you think you can dance which is like there's they're dancers they're athletes Mm -hmm. i say and they would be like in great shape and he would like see a girl on the show be like oh that girl needs to mix in a salad like, oh. so that's the kind of, like, environment I grew up in. And I would just be like, oh, so if you think that girl, like, is a little bit on the chunkier side, like, what do you think of me? Mm. And, like, so I just always, like, grew up being, like, I genuinely grew up thinking I was overweight my entire life. And I was just, like, I think it wasn't until, like, maybe two or three years ago that I was, like, I don't think I've ever been. Yeah. Like, but. Definitely not. But if you look at my family, the growing up, I was always the biggest one in my family. And so they just all made me feel like I was like, you're a little bit chunky, Claire. You could like lose some weight, like stuff like that. And I would just be like, oh, okay, cool. Love that. <laughs> Which is like, just so like psychologically, like the parents you're raised with, this is like the people you're around, like the things that you hear, like the way the media you consume, what is seen as like, what is so what you're supposed to look like. And if you're comparing yourself to all those things, like all of these factors can add into someone just being like, why? I don't really want to eat that much. <laughs> but I also think mine was a lot of like being lazy. Like I like moved out and was like, I don't have a lot of money. Do I want? And I also hate cooking. I'm like, this bitch is not going to be cooking for herself. So I'm like, mm, I'll survive off of like blueberries. I would survive off of blueberries, um, uh, salami, and like cheese slices. I, I survive off blueberries and salami now. Yeah, like when you become like a, someone who just survives off snacks, it's such a like it's slippery so slope. Because you'll be like, oh my God, I just made a dinner out of salami. Yeah. And it's like. <gasps> yeah, last night I had toast and a smoothie for dinner. Okay, but if it was a smoothie, it was cool. it was cool. a smooth like that could be a protein shake. I did put protein powder in there, so you're good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> so but, way different scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but we don't have to talk about the sad topic anymore. No, 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 no. I mean, dude, that's so crazy. Like the the way that you were saying you grew up, like I relate, I relate to it in different ways. So I mm. think everyone goes through like specific parts of their childhood, or at least I hope no one does. But like I know that. 
growing up and like the way that you're raised with specific things like just put something in you that you don't like recognize until you're older and it takes like getting to a certain point sometimes like scary things that you're like oh like I actually don't need to feel this way about myself like I don't need to do the things that I grew up doing so I mean like sucks that you had to go through that but like props to you for like getting healthy and thank you like telling the world about it and stuff so yeah I hope that that like resonates with someone and like I always say my DMs are always open if you're going through that or like you know yeah, having get someone help. to talk to is like very important, you know. As so. yeah, someone who's like I'm wouldn't claim that I'm like, oh my god, I'm she's so much better. I just I'm working on it, and I've like acknowledged it's, it at this point. Yeah. So I would just be like, stop it. Get it's some help. It's important to be self aware. <laughs> yes. Like self awareness is such a is such a I hate it, but it's such a good thing to have. You know, like being very self aware of yourself creates change I feel like yeah yeah would you say you're more of like a self-aware or like a delulu kind of girl a delulu what is that like delusional um like living in a state of delusion uh, you're just like I'm half and half dude like I'm very self-aware about the stuff that I don't like about myself or like habits and things that like I don't want to have Mm. if that makes sense like I'm self-aware that I can't focus very well. I'm self-aware about X, Y, Z, but I'm delusional about specific things. Like, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to have my own podcast. Okay, no, but those are so important. I I feel like I'm very self-aware and I'm very delusional when I want to be, if that makes sense. But I... It's bitty-bitty. The... The, where you're delusional, I wouldn't even say that's delusional. I feel like that is, like, backing yourself. That's, like, confidence. Like, I personally... I'm really good at art and everyone always tells me they're like you should be an artist la 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 mm-hmm. but I don't envision a future where like I'm a successful artist yeah. like I never have been able to be like yeah I'm gonna be famous someday for my art and like everyone else believes in me except for me mm-hmm. whereas like I think if I had a little bit more of that delusion on that side I would explore that more yeah. but it's just something that I'm like no I'm really good at art but like it's never gonna go anywhere and right. I'm never gonna do anything with it and which is sounds really sad because it's like wasted potential mm-hmm. which is almost embarrassing like you have like a personality and talent and a drive for something like you want to be successful in and you have the confidence in vision to like actually make it a thing you made a podcast that's already like incredible Stop. I love hyping up my girls. I know, it's so good. <laughs> like, if you ever are feeling so down, hit, hit, me, hit me up and I'll like send you a voice memo that'll make you like cry. One day I'm just gonna text you, I'm feeling down. And then two, two minute voice memos. <laughs> Actually, I don't believe in that. Voice memos? No, I believe in voice memos, but if you send me a fucking voice memo, it better be 30 seconds. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can send me, send me 10, 30 second voice memos. But if it's, t- my sister will send me a three minute long oh, one long. and my phone will shut Just off. <laughs> my phone will literally turn off halfway through and then I'll have to open it and it'll Let's stop. It and I literally, like, I'm calling, I've texted her and be like, bitch, I'm gonna kill you. Like, yeah. send them in 30 seconds, inter- it's 30 seconds or less. Yeah. Get your point across. <laughs> I would just call me at that moment. Yeah, exactly. If it was over two minutes, just pick up the phone. Yeah. I'm also a phone girl, not a text. I love voice memos, but like, I just like would rather someone just call me. I love a f- I love phone calls. If I want to know something or need to contact my friend, calling, FaceTiming immediately. Yeah. If I have to text, because I'm just not patient. Yeah, neither am I. 
if I have to wait for you to respond back to me, I'm like, I had a question. Answer me now. Yeah. And oh, dude, Brandon and Ethan or Brandon and Mason were both talking about how the other day, you know how Brandon got that new phone? Yeah. That thing that looks like a Tamagotchi. (laughs) I'm like, which also, I don't even know if I have the... I can call it a Tamagotchi. I don't even know if I would recognize one if I saw one. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm a 90s baby, but 97, so I wasn't really... I wasn't sentient until, like, the 2000s. <laughs> but, but, like, he was, like... They were both saying that. They're, like, I think it's terrible that people can just contact me whenever they want to. Like, you can just get a hold of me or have any of, of my time. I kind of agree with that. Really? Yeah, because, like, what the hell? Ethan just called me about throwing a party tomorrow. It's like, dude, like... But the thing, though, is you could have not answered. That is true. But That is such a double-edged sword mm -hmm. that you just brought up. And so for me, I'm like, if you have a phone and I have a phone, I'm calling you and we're talking about whatever... Like, you are on the other side of the earth. Like, I have so many friends that live in different states. Mm -hmm. And we con... Like, we communicate all the time like through Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. And those friendships are kept intact every single day of my life. And I don't ever see them. And I think that that's so cool and important. And people who are like, you shouldn't be able to contact me. I'm like, okay, uh, go live with the Amish then. (laughs) And then see us when you're on young, young, wait, what is it? Uh, it's not, (laughs) there's like one holiday where the Amish get to come like live and like go through society. And they're like, it's like Yom Springer. I think that is. That's what it is. Yum Spriga? Yeah, that's it. Um, but like, I'm like, if you don't want to be part of society, go live on a farm and have a landline or something like that. But or don't have a phone. We'll contact you through smoke signals. But like I we live in the twenty first century. This is the year of twenty twenty three, our Lord and Savior, Nicki Minaj. (laughs) You have a phone. Everyone has a phone, and if you don't have a phone, you can't really be part of society because everything, your your email, your all your contacts, your directions to get anywhere, everything is on your phone. And I personally don't think that that's a bad thing. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. But if you have not enough self control for yourself to put your phone down in appropriate situations, that's a you problem. Right. I if agree. you don't want to, you don't. You can put your phone on silent and not answer the phone when people call you. Yeah. But use your phone as it should be used because the society we live in requires that. Yeah, no, it does. Like, I've tried to be like, I'm going to get a flip phone like for the summer or like do like I swear to you, I'm like, I literally don't think I can. But it's also just a major inconvenience to yeah, you because it's just the inconvenience factor. You yeah. can't text as well. You can't find, it doesn't have GPS. Yeah. What if someone tries to like contact you too and then they're like, but you don't have, you have your other phone and then they're like, well, I'm not going to get your second phone number. Like, it's just, I'm like, that sounds like a nightmare. Like, yeah. And as, I mean, I guess Brandon and like Mason are both people that like, they're more introverts. They love their alone time, all that stuff. I am constantly hanging out with people. Me and you, we're both, I'm constantly con, I'm constantly texting friends. I'm constantly like, I'm entertaining. I'm entertained by my group chats that I'm in every single day. If I didn't see people, I we're laughing about memes like in the chat like everybody's i'm in contact with multiple people a day Mm -hmm. and i just can't imagine like going a whole day without talking to people because if i did like i would be so sad and depressed but that's because i'm like an extrovert Mm -hmm. and i get energy from being around people Whereas, like, the people who don't, I'm like, okay, I get it. You need your alone time, but just turn off your phone then. Yeah. And then turn it back on when you need it. Right. I think there's, like, 
like the discipline too like for me it took me a while to learn this but like now when i'm in social settings i'm like you yeah, will not see me on my phone my phone's on do not disturb if you're I, not a screenager no i'm not a screenager <laughs> freaking hate when I'm hanging out with people and they're on their phone. Like, it actually, ag- nothing aggravates me more. Like, when we'll be at dinner, or, like, I'll be at dinner with a group of people, and, like, I look around, every single person on their phone, I'm like, everyone put your phones in the fucking middle of the table, <laughs> and whoever touches their phone first pays the goddamn bill, because I'm so sick of seeing you all on your phone. That's a good thread. It's a great... I, I oh, my God. I, I pull that card so much. Honestly, so much. normalize I, threatening your friends. Not, no, seriously, normalize threatening your friends so much like i've had my my girlfriends hold me accountable like hey you don't listen to us and you're on your phone and i'm like damn like that's that's true like yes for me it's like it was slightly different at the time because i was working and like i still work on my phone and stuff but like you can set the tone for like working on your phone and stuff like for me it's like i can scroll all day long i won't get anything done if i'm just mm-hmm. scrolling and comparing myself to other people so if I'm scrolling, I set, like, a specific amount of time and, like, a foundation. Like, I'm scrolling because I need to get this – I need to get five audios for whatever. Okay, I get them. I post off the rest of the day. I, that's one thing I started to not do. Really? I stopped responding to comments because I don't look at them anymore. Okay, well, that's good. That's immediate. It's, it takes a lot, a lot of self-control. I'm like, yeah, I'll look through a little, but, like – and it might kill, like, my algorithm not responding to comments, but – I'd rather live in a state of like putting content out that I'm very passionate about than posting and seeing how many views it got, seeing how many likes it got, seeing what everyone said about it. I'd rather just post and like kind of let it be out there. That's the thing that like I had to <laughs> on Instagram mm-hmm. for a long time. I didn't take, I kept my like count on mm-hmm. for a really long time because I was like, if it's a flop, it's a flop and yeah. I have to own it. Yeah. And like, if I get not a lot of likes on my picture, I'm like, if I take the like count off, that'll be like, I'm embarrassed that I didn't get enough likes or something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I have to leave it on because I need, I'm because I don't care. You know what's so- but the thing though is I'm like, I, I, that was my mentality. And then I was like, I thought about it. Like, I think a year, like, or, I don't know. But recently I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking the like count off because Instagram is a dying app. No one cares how many likes I get. And also if it's a flop, it's a flop, but the whole fucking app is a flop. So it's like, it doesn't matter. Like it's okay that you take the, I felt like taking the like counts off was like, I admitted that I, it was a flop. But then I was like, no, everybody's taking the... I was like, I've never cared what people think. Also, so why am I starting now? No one's going to look at your post and be like, oh my God, Claire took her like count yeah. off. Like, you were the only person... I was the only person that still had it on. You were the only... Yes, that and you're the only person that freaking thinks about that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, nobody cares. I'm not even kidding. Like, the other day I was like, oh, I can't post this Instagram story because the guy I like is going to think that this is my boyfriend. Ooh. What? Who is going to think that? Like, why would I am deciding to not post an Instagram story because one person might think this way about me? That's psycho. <laughs> That's crazy. I saw a video where a guy was like, he's like, don't flirt with me. I don't want to cheat on my on the girl I have on my crush who doesn't like me. <laughs> Dude, it's like, I can only imagine. Like, I would probably be such a free and, like, happy person if I didn't think half of the crazy things that, like, come up in my brain all the time. Like, 
So, I think it's just a work in progress. I think yeah. it's fine. Like, I think you're right. Instagram is a bad gap. It is. But at the same time. Yeah. But at the same time. All of social media, really? No. Wow, that's crazy. I feel like YouTube, I think, is going to be around forever. I think I... Instagram. I feel like Instagram and TikTok will just be replaced by something similar to that. Yes. Because Instagram replaced Facebook and TikTok replaced Vine. Yeah. Which are, they're the same kind of vibe. Something new is going to come every. Be real too. I think. I think be real. Be real's is dying. dead. I think it's dead. I haven't been real in. I, weeks, I deleted it a really long time ago and then I got it back for Coachella and I've been on it since but I just don't care so I actually am real again but like before <laughs> then I was like well i would do that too but then i would forget and then I would, yeah. the day would go by because I, like it's not like i wasn't doing fun things i yeah. do fun things every day oh, yeah. but i would just forget because i'm having too much fun i'm not gonna be That's like perfect. oh gotta be real this yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, social media is a crazy place. But that's let's let's pause on that topic because we can talk another time about that. Because mm-hmm. I think we're almost on like two a two hour episode right now. We're yeah. talking for a hot minute. Oh <laughs> like, my god! Like the, whole, like the camera battery died. I've been like looking at the time. I'm like the camera battery died. Yeah, it's no sad. way. It's just like five minutes ago, so we made it a really long time. But yeah, I think this uh, this episode is gonna be a long one. But <laughs> we could do a two parter. No, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I might have to break this up into two parts. Like the explicit episode and then like the The family one. the family friendly uh trigger warning episode. They're both like kind of fucked, but like in different ways. <laughs> yeah, one's like inappropriate, the one's like sad. Yeah. This will be probably my most this is my most explicit podcast episode I'm ever. I'm so sorry. I wouldn't apologize. It's been the most fun. This has been the most fun episode I think I've recorded since I've really? revamped. Yeah, it went by so fast. I'm like, this is, a, it was great. Like, you were super fun. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I honestly keep forgetting that we're, like, recording. That's how good it was. <laughs> well, I'll just have to come back. Yeah, you definitely We can will. talk more. Because there was a lot of things we didn't talk there's about. There's so many things we didn't talk about. And I think that we should go to PB together when mm-hmm. summer kicks off. And then yes. we can recap that. Because I know it's just going to be an experience. So... I'm excited to take you out in PB. I I'm feel like it would be like scared for my life, but I know it'll be fun. I wouldn't let. Oh, I was about to say I wouldn't let anything bad happen to you, but usually my friends take care of me. Yeah, <laughs> I I usually don't let anything bad happen to myself. I haven't went home with anyone from PB yet, so like as long as that doesn't happen, we'll be fine. I unfortunately cannot say the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's not ideal. Don't do it. Yeah. I've been good. I've they been good. that is the scum of the earth yeah. right there. Yeah. All right, well, Claire, thank you so much for coming on HKP. You're the best, and this is my favorite podcast. What? Oh, <laughs> stop. Okay, I have one. One An honor. closing question is: um, I ask this for everyone: is what's your favorite song or artist that you're listening to right now? Oh my god, we're doing media of the week. We're doing media of the week. <laughs> my favorite song right now, and my favorite artist right now. Yeah, let's hear both of them. Mm. I hope it's what I think it is. It probably won't be because that one was like last month. Damn, was it really? Yeah. Such a bummer. Um, God damn it. What's my favorite song right now? Um, oh, my favorite song right now is Dog Tooth by Tyler the Creator. That's a good one. Okay. Good. Um, but my favorite artist right now. Jesus Christ, this is so hard. I guess I would say the Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because of that album. We're on the same page. Okay, yeah. Because it's hard for me to pick an artist because it would have to be collectively, like, almost everything they put out. I'm like, I want to listen to all of it. Right, right. 
But then again, but like, the song is good too. yeah. I specifically choose the songs because I want people to go listen to them after the podcast episode. So go listen to Dog Tooth by Tyler the Creator. It's great. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's it, guys. Well, if you made it this long, freaking, you're, <laughs> you're a real one, a trooper, you're a real one. All right, that's it for this one. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Grab your hot cocoa and enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Hot Google Podcast.